0: KCOU bumper KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia, Missouri
1: And Welcome back To another Weekly edition Of Triple Threat Here on KCOU 88.1 FM Brought to you ...by Sticklin and Dreyer Law Firm. Kyle Jones joined by Cole Tusing. And over the medium of the great Zoom, it is Chance Sticklin. Cole, it is officially March. In in the words of many on Twitter, this is March. And um, this is our first show in March... And I am of the opinion, um, and I think this is held by many a sports fan, but particularly me, uh, that March is the best month of the year. Um, You've got about 75 different sporting events happening between hockey, basketball, uh, spring training, baseball, and then, uh, you know, March Madness, all that good stuff. Um, You've got, you know, the height of the Premier League. You've got, you know, FA Cup, Champions League, and soccer. I mean, like... For me, as someone who loves sports, um, and I'm sure, you know, and obviously Chance and Cole do too. This is this is the best month of the year, and I'm so excited to to get into this. We have got a special show this week because I, you know, the, the thought came to me on on Wednesday, I think it was. It was either, either Monday, actually, I think it was Tuesday. The thought came to me on Tuesday. I was like, hey, you know what we ought to do we ought to look at some conferences that are having their tournaments upcoming and do some conference previews, just kind of see, you know, where where things are headed. And so what, what me and the guys did this week was each of us picked a power five and each of us picked a mid-major, and we're going to talk about those, and that's going to be our show this week. But let's start things off as we always do. Always do. Cole,
2: how you doing? Uh, you had a great introduction to the show. you know, talking about how March is probably the best month when it comes to sports. I definitely agree with you. There's a ton of things going on, especially in conference tournaments and basketball. You have March Madness, you know, very quickly looming, which we all hope that March Madness and the conference championships happen because, of course, last year it didn't because of COVID. You know, you have the NBA with like our star weekend. Sure, it's not as great as, you know, it used to be, but still, you know, something to watch, something to get entertained about. Of course, you know, March when it comes to the weather. You know, hopefully the snow is about done so it starts to get wet warm once, but I would say a close second for me. I don't know if, you know, Colin Chance feels the same way, but another month that I really love in the sports world is around August, September, because that's around the college football season.
1: September's always fun because you've, the, the, uh, you've got the beginning of all of the European soccer leagues you've got um, you got as you mentioned college football September also you you've got some NFL action going on in that month as well it's the height of baseball season it's the push to the playoffs um, so yeah no I definitely agree September's another one of those really fun months but I don't know there's something special about March chance what do you you, you think we that March kind of has that special energy
3: yeah I definitely agree it's great to be back with you guys of course for another. Weekly edition of the show. Um, yeah, no, I think taking. I think another reason we might all feel this way about March, and this doesn't happen every year, but it happens some years. Not only is sports a prominent thing going on right now, but the weather is so much better than it's been. And I just feel like that first week of March is usually the tipping point uh, to kind of um, introduce what spring is going to feel like. And honestly, this this past week, I mean. We hit 73 this week in Columbia, which was fantastic. But putting the weather aside because we are a sports show, uh, yeah, no, a a ton is going on right now. The NBA is in full speed. March Madness is, you know, what, about a week and a half away now. Um, You know, Mizzou is uh, the men's basketball team is getting ready to finish up its regular season, as, you know, I just alluded to March Madness is coming up. Um, so a lot is going on, like you said, baseball. I am the least knowledgeable of baseball, I think, of all three of us, and softball for that matter. But I know it's, uh, I know it's, uh, you know, also in full speed as well. So no, a lot to talk about. I know you kind of uh, introduced the topic we're going to talk about today. Um, so no, I'll send it back to you guys in the studio, and we'll uh, we'll get this thing going.
1: Yeah. So I'll start things off, um, and what we're going to do is we're going to start with with low money first. So let's start with mid-majors to, to begin things. And my mid-major that I picked is the Colonial. It is a conference that I hold near and dear to my heart, as it is the home to the University of Delaware, where my soon-to-be wife went to school. So let's preview the Colonial. And we'll start with the top team. My uh, my pick to win the Colonial. Um, and it's a pretty easy pick. Uh, this team has pretty much dominated the whole conference all year um they hold a win against vcu who is a bubble team this year for the tournament they've had constant interruptions due to COVID stoppages yet even after those breaks they still have found ways to win that is my team it is james madison the dukes they're great at football and they're great at basketball and i would not be surprised at all their football team moved up to FBS in the next few years. But on the hoops side, they've got the edge in my opinion. Their one kind of weakness uh, is that, you know, you, they only have like two big guys at the top who get all their scoring done. So if you can shut down one of those guys, particularly if you can shut down Matt Lewis, um, then you might be able... To shut down the Madison, the uh, the Duke's scoring, but at the same time they've been so consistent all year. At least with a conference tournament, I think that James Madison will take this. Another weakness, board game. They are not a great rebounding team. They're okay, um, but that's another thing that I could see teams uh, getting the edge over them on. Um. Cole chance. have you paid any attention to the CAA? Have you looked into this conference at all? Cole, I know you you got the computer, you got the computer bot over there. You can you can whip up some stats on Google. What are you seeing?
2: What are your opinions? Yeah, of course, you know, when we all talked about the mid-major and power five conference, I knew you were gonna take the colonial. I mean, you're wearing a Delaware blue hen shirt. Obviously, people on the airwaves, you know, can't see that, but I just want to let everyone know over the airwaves, you are in fact wearing a Delaware shirt. So, you know, wearing that home pride very well so obviously yeah james madison i think is a great pick for you know when the conference tournament if i remember correctly they've been in march madness a good amount of times so i think they've actually done pretty well if i remember if so I, like I remember the memory
1: um a lot of the caa teams um haven't gotten too deep hofstra was the big squad last year i believe they lost in the first round um james madison i think has had a few years in there where but but they, they most of the time they've been bounced in the first round CAA. I'm not, yeah, doesn't... I'm not
2: saying James Ashton's going like the final four so yeah, but no, no, I just no. remember seeing, you know, when we do, you know, the yearly, you know, Bracket tournament challenge, I just remember seeing James Masson as yeah. one of the teams They'll, in the they, tournament.
1: They they will on occasion make an appearance. Um, chance, have you paid any attention to the CAA?
3: No, but what I can chime in and say is I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Hofstra. Were they they were either a, what were they a 12 or 13 seat or were they high were they uh were they higher than that?
1: Level? Nah, they were around 12, 13. You're right.
3: Okay, that's what I thought. Um, So no, but I you know it's interesting that you say the James the James Madison. I was looking up. I'm taking the culture part of James Madison and taking basketball out of it for a second. I looked up some notable grads from James Madison, and on the list, the very short list that I have in front of me, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Bernie Sanders. Yes. And then the other one I want to mention was Chuck Schumer, who's, of course, a prominent figure in politics. So, no, uh, no, but that, that'll be interesting. It, it's, it's, a, it's a great school. Um, but, no, as far as, you know, paying attention to the Colonial, I mean, I think, you know, I speak for a lot of people, you know, you don't pay attention to the Colonial. It's not a, it's not a Power Five conference. So it's much more, A, challenging to pay attention, pay attention to, but much, uh, it's harder to get excited about a non-Power Five conference in college basketball but I know that you have, you know, your, your tie there. So that's great. Um, but no, hopefully we'll see how that, we'll see how it all, you know, how it all shakes out. Um, what is your, let's transition. What's your, uh, your power five conference, Kyle? Well,
1: well, hold on before I, before I transition to power five, I do, I can't get, I can't get at talking about the colonial without at least giving Delaware some love. Um, and I'll tell you what, they are right smack dab in the middle of the standings for the conference. Um, but They've played, like, half as many games as anyone else in the conference. And there's still only three wins behind James Madison, despite only having played, like, half the games. Um, So they are, like, right in the mix. Um, As I mentioned, haven't played since January 31st. They've had the entire month of February off due to COVID. Um, They've got their four, Dylan Painter, averaging a double-double. The starting five, almost everyone on the starting five averages about 10 points a game. Their success, because right now I have them as my dark horse, they could very very easily shock some folks and go deep in this tournament. Their success hinges on game one. They play Hofstra. Hofstra is still a strong team. This is a team that won the conference tournament last year. If UD can win game one against Hofstra, I think that they have a very good shot at challenging JMU for this title. So JMU is the favorite. And don't be surprised when JMU wins. But don't be sleeping on the Blue Hens, because if they take the win over Hofstra, they could very easily take this conference. Now, moving on to my Power 5, I chose to look at the Big 12. And when you look at the -er, uh, 12-er, there's one name that stands out. They are still, as of right now, a projected one seed, I do believe... And uh, that is the Baylor Bears. Um, it's really, in terms of where this conference is going, who's topping this conference, it's Baylor at the top and then an all-out scramble for everything below them. Because in my opinion, aside from Baylor, all of the like, mid-range teams can beat each other in this conference. Baylor's 12 and 1. They are they're going to win the conference. I, I Jared Butler has been great. Um you know, they they've got strong scoring throughout that team. I want to see a little bit more presence on the boards from them, but I don't think that's going to be their downfall. They'll just outscore you. Um it's really I mean they they're just great. They really are. Um they're going to be a one seed. I don't know how deep they'll go in the tournament, um but they are I mean, I would, not, I would not be afraid to say they're a Final Four team because of how they play. Who is going to challenge them? Um, because, frankly, that's the actual more fun storyline in this conference. Um, it's not fun when you kind of know the winner. I am looking at the number 18-ranked team in the country right now, and that is the 17-8 Texas Tech Red Raiders. They are admittedly... 6th in conference play right now. They're below West Virginia, KU, Texas, and OSU. But, if you look at what Texas Tech has done this year, their, only, their, their 8 losses are strong losses. It is not like they're getting blitzed by some some chumps, you know? They took a loss, 64-53, to a U of H team who... While has maybe fallen off a little bit lately, still a very good U of H team. They took a they took a 58-57 loss to Kansas. Nothing to be ashamed of. That's a one point loss to one of the you know to what was at the time the number five team in the nation. 82 77 loss to OSU. Maybe that's a little bit eh, but is still a great team this year. You know? You got a 68-60 loss to Baylor. Nothing to nothing to be mad about there. One point loss to West Virginia. 82-71 loss to West Virginia. That's like their one road bump, is is their are loss to West Virginia and their two losses to OSU. But they've got wins against Texas. They've got a season sweep over over OU. They've got a win against LSU. They've gotten, you know, great the season sweep against Kansas State and Iowa State. Those are the two teams who are not going to win a single thing this this tournament time. Um and then they opened the season. I mean, this says nothing about them, but their opening game, they won 101 to 58 over uh, Northwestern State. Um, and and that, that literally says nothing about their tournament hopes. But I just thought, man, 101 to 58. Holy cow. Plus, their scoring and their rebounding game on par with Baylor. The numbers are very similar. And that is led by one big man, and that big man is Matt McClung. And Mac McClung, I think, can really push tech deep into this tournament. Will they win? No. Baylor will win. But if you want a fun team to watch in the Big Twelve tournament, take take a look at take a look at Texas Tech. I think they'll be a fun team to watch.
2: Very interesting point. So before you know chance comes in, I'm gonna say my points about this. So yeah, Baylor, you cannot go wrong with you know picking them to win the Big Twelve. Of course they're Number two in the nation, they've been number two pretty much all year, right behind, behind number one Gonzaga, who pretty much everyone says Gonzaga is this perfect college basketball team that no one really talks about. But if you look at the Big Twelve postseason champions since 1997, this would be the fir- if this goes correctly, this would be the first time Baylor wins the Big Twelve, and in a conference with Baylor, Texas, Texas A&M at some point, Texas Tech, it'll be the first time a Texas school wins the big 12
1: really since uh, yes that's that I wow I, I guess I is with with Kansas in there I guess that makes a little bit more because
2: sense. the only because I'm looking at right now the only teams that have won a big 12 championship is Kansas shocker Iowa State a few times Oklahoma Oklahoma State and right here in Missouri
1: wow okay yeah first time tech? I'm surprised cuz Baylor's had a few great teams over the past few years. They've had teams that have gone deep in the tournament. Um so that that really does surprise me that we haven't had a Texas team win um yet. Baylor should be the first. Chance, what do you think about the Big 12?
3: Absolutely. It's a uh, it's it's one of the more uh the more dominant uh power 5 conferences of this year in college basketball. You've got Kansas, you've got Texas, you've got West Virginia, baylor texas tech um you know I, I they're not really in the mix but tcu and mizzou played earlier this season we got to see a glimpse of what tcu looked like um we're going back to baylor's roster because i got to see i've seen baylor play a couple times uh i believe they played kansas in the fog uh, or at the fog i should say uh, not too long ago and you brought up uh jared butler who's a really really good player uh, i want to you know I, I'm gonna say his first name wrong because it's just it's not it's not your typical first name.
1: I know who but you're talking about.
3: Teague's he, he, his last his last name. Um, I think it, is it Maki, Makio?
1: Oh, hold on. Let me let me get the uh, let okay. me let me get the name in front of me because if I see the name in front of me, yeah. I can pronounce he's in
3: it. His third, he, he's a junior.
1: Yeah. If, if if I can see his name in front of me, I can say it right. But if I don't see his name in front of me, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. So uh, let uh, me. Okay. My, while my, you're
3: thinking about that um and feel that you can feel afraid to chime in when you have the name uh that you think is right uh davian mitchell um is also a really good player uh for this baylor basketball team he's a junior too um so they've got they've got a lot of experience however i saw they, they played kansas the other day and i mean they did not look they did not look good they did not look like baylor basketball has looked all season long and i don't think kansas is a great team they're a good team um but i thought that Baylor underperformed in that game. Um and i think that game that it was either last weekend or the weekend before that. It's been in the last two weeks that they've played. So it'll be interesting. I haven't watched much, much I haven't watched a lot of West Virginia basketball, but i know Bob Huggins you know always has a very good team and i know they're good this year. Um Texas will be interesting um, to see how they to see how they play. And then Texas Tech you mentioned the Red Raiders, they're a really good basketball team. Uh, Chris Spears uh, done a great job with them um if i'm not mistaken they were in the final four was that two 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 seasons ago
1: uh yeah it was either it was either uh yeah it was, it was either two yeah. years ago or three um but they have so been they've, got, so, they've been in the final four in the last four years
3: yeah so they've got so they've got a lot of talent um i like baylor though i think baylor's played consistent uh most of the season um so i like them to win the the big 12 did you get the name that you uh yes did you
1: get his name Messi Teague
3: I knew I would say that and wrong. then I apologize and for
1: then Jonathan that. the the other one I thought you were actually going to talk about as well in terms of uh unpronounceable but it's actually quite easy if you look at it. oh yeah Jonathan Chama Chachua <laughs> yeah
3: he's a good player too
1: he is very um, good so we,
3: they've got they've got a lot of talent um the big 12s a the big 12s a, a very it's it's competitive um, and of course, you know because we're all Mizzou students and journalists, you know Kansas used to be our, used to be formerly our rival. Um, so of course, you know it's always interesting to to eye what the uh, to, to, to eye what the Jayhawks are doing. Uh, but no, yeah. it's a very very powerful conference, and I think a lot of they'll have a lot of success uh, in the NCAA tournament this year.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Cole's turn. So stay tuned. It's Cole's. Mid-major and Power Five previews after the break. It's triple threat. Brought to you by Stickler and Dryer Law Firm here on KCOU
0: smile takes work. Proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. The station design with the student voice in mind. KCOU FM fire threatens everything in its path when it threatens our nation and our communities we respond we bring the fight to the front line the army national guard stands ready to face the dangers of mother nature and protect our homes and our neighbors we will always be there when your community needs us the most discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting nationalguard.com sponsored by the missouri army national guard aired by the missouri broadcasters association at this station
1: Welcome back Triple Threat here on KCU brought to you by Stickler and Jar Law Firm. I gave my mid major and my power five preview. Cole, it is time for yours. First, give me your mid major and then we'll go on to
2: your power five. Who is your mid major this year? So my mid major, I had the honor in looking into the MAC, the hey, Mid-American hey, Conference. Action time. Action time indeed. So yeah, you know, I'm going to do what, you know, Kyle did. So I'm going to have a good template where I'm not going to say my winner of the tournament yet because I think that's boring. That's way too easy. And you know, it doesn't, doesn't let people, you know, pay attention at first. So, I'm going to say a fun prediction first. I think if the fifth seed Ohio Bobcats play first seed Toledo in the second round, Ohio gets the upset. Ooh,
1: all right. Okay. What what does Ohio have that Toledo doesn't?
2: Ohio averages more points than Toledo this year. Ohio shoots better than Toledo this year. Ohio, in fact, shoots the best field goal percentage in the entire conference. And Ohio is first when it comes to assists in the entire conference. So Ohio has the edge when it comes to scoring and assists. And I feel like Toledo is the number one seed in the conference right now. They're going to feel like they're going to be able to waltz right into a conference championship. And Ohio is going to be there to end end their story. Wow. All right. I'm looking at Ohio right
1: now. They've got strong wins. Jeez, um, Louise, 101 to 46 over Cleveland State, and we'll get we'll get into Cleveland later, because um, I know Chance took the Horizon League as his as his uh, mid major. Um, but they have some they have some good wins. They've had quite a few stoppages due to COVID issues, so hard for them to really establish a true rhythm. Um, but, no, I, I understand why you would go with Ohio as your, your kind of fun team to watch. 13-7 and seven record. Yeah, they're fifth. But I, I think, yeah, um, this could be a really fun team to watch.
2: And I would say my team to win the conference would be Buffalo.
0: Ah. Right
2: now they're going into the conference on a four-game win streak. They are 11th in the nation when it comes to scoring, first in the country with rebounds. And... If you look back and I think it was December, they nearly beat Syracuse. So I know Syracuse isn't the team they had when it was like Carmel Anthony there, but Syracuse is always still a you know decent to good team in the ACC.
1: Yeah, it took Syracuse to OT, only lost one hundred seven ninety six. That's a very strong performance. They also, and I bring this up because you did, blitzed the heck out of Ohio, eighty six sixty six the last time that they played. Um. So you think that you think Buffalo, the third place team, is better than both Kent State and Toledo?
2: I think so. I think Buffalo wins the conference, and I think Ohio is the team that if they happen to get matched against Toledo in the second round, Ohio's going to beat them. So give me Buffalo to win the conference. Ohio's the team that keep an eye on. They may be in for an upset or two.
1: All right. I am interested to see how the Mac goes this year because – you know, I look at I look at Toledo um, and what they've done. I mean, they beat Xavier. I mean, Xavier's a Xavier's a bubble team. You know, they beat Bradley sixty one fifty nine. Bradley almost beat Mizzou. Um, let's not forget that. <laughs> um, they went on a massive win streak in the heart of the season. Let me count this up. Uh, looks like eight game win streak um, after their loss to Michigan, um, capped off only by a one point loss to Akron. This is a team that can get streaky, and that's the kind of team that you want in a tournament where they can string those wins together. Um, but yeah, no, I this is going to be a really exciting one. What's your Power 5 Con?
2: So, my Power 5 Conference is I think a lot of people would expect this, but it's the Pac 12. Yeah. You get a lot of connections with the Pac 12, you know, growing up as a USC fan, always been my number one school, and currently, right now, writing for some UCLA content. So kind of funny that I grew up as a USC fan, but now doing some UCLA work. But so Oregon is obviously going to be the favorite to win the conference. They've won back-to-back conferences. They're going to look for a three-peat. But I'm going to say Oregon doesn't take the three-peat. The last time a team three-peated in the Pac-12 Conference Championship was Washington in 2008 to 2011, respectively. And that team had Justin Holiday, who's currently in the NBA right now, and Isaiah Thomas, who... I don't know if he's still in the NBA right now. You know, he's had the injuries, also the um, risk where teams don't really want to sign him. Not really sure why. So Oregon's gonna want to be the team to, you know, set the tone and be the team that to beat in the Pac-12. But I say the team that wins the conference is UCLA. UCLA, U- UCLA has right. been at the top of the conference for majority of the year. Tiger Campbell is arguably the best playmaker in the conference. Cody Riley is a favorite to win the conference defensive player of the year. If UCLA wins this, they will most likely, I would say, sure thing, well, obviously, if you win a conference tournament, you will make the big dance. But right now, they're slated as a nine seed playing Mizzou in the Michigan region. So if UCLA has managed to win the conference championship or get to the championship, that will most likely get them an easier seat in an easier region, most likely not playing Mizzou.
1: See, I'm actually going to disagree with you on this because I think that USC
2: is going to win the conference. Um, USC is like, a fun team. And i have more to talk about them later. Yeah,
1: and, and, and if, if you got more, then I, I absolutely think now is the time because I just looking at what they've done this year, I mean, once again, this is a team that's very streaky. Um, I, I love seeing teams that are streaky go into, go into tournament time um they have a strong win. they just came off a very strong win against stanford which i mean stanford's doo-doo but you know it's still a very strong win in a conference game can't can't you know discredit that you know um they were supposed to play oregon twice the first one got canceled but the second one they blitzed oregon 72 58 i mean this is a team that has shown they are better than oregon um so so Tell, tell me about USC. What are you seeing? in the, are, you, are they like your, your team to watch? Why are they not your favorite?
2: So the main issue I have with USC, it's the same thing of why I'm kind of hesitant to pick UCLA to win the conference championship because UCLA and USC have the same problem. When I watch UCLA basketball all year, they will beat a team like Washington State. They will beat a team um, like Cal. They will almost beat Oregon, a very strong Pac-12 team. But then the following night, they will lose to Colorado or Utah. So you don't know what team you're going to get them. And is, USC is kind of the same way. But you know the team, the player leading the way for USC is Evan Mobley, who's averaging 16 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks, which that is historic. And I know it now may not sound historic because it's not like 30 points, 20 rebounds. But 16 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks. Do you know who that's on par with in college basketball? Uh, Luca Garza? Think of a pass player.
1: Oh, pass player. Oh, God, I don't know.
2: Anthony Davis at Kentucky.
1: Oh, Lord. Okay, that's pretty good.
2: Arguably the most dominant freshman of our generation, Anthony Davis, who had 14 points, 10 rebounds, and four blocks. And for those who may not remember Anthony Davis, why I say he's the most dominant freshman, he was freshman of the year, SEC player of the year, SEC defensive player of the year, national champion, and MVP all in one year. So seeing Evan Mobley have about the same stats as Anthony Davis shows how good he is. Jeez,
1: so so they have that they have that championship caliber player. Um, it's just a matter of if it'll, if it'll if it'll translate. Um, interesting, interesting. Chance, have you uh, have you paid how, how much attention have you given the Pac-12 this year? Tell me your your Pac-12 so, hits.
3: Yeah, honestly, last weekend I think Washington played Arizona. On CBS. so I had a chance to see that, and of course, Arizona's already banned themselves in the postseason amidst uh, you know, NCAA allegations. Um, and Sean Miller has always got a good basketball team, though, Huskies are awful like they're horrible. Um, and I know Cole mentioned that I don't know much about USC or UCLA basketball, I just know those two programs because I got to watch that this past weekend. Um, how is uh, how is Cal this year? Cal I
2: didn't
1: Cole, is. I didn't hear Cal- Cole mention Cal. Cal's hit or miss. Cal's uh, middle okay. of the pack. Yeah, I mean they they could they could be okay, um, but at this well, and actually now now that I look, so they're, when they're bottom of
2: the conference, yeah. I mean they suck. So when UCLA played Cal, Cal was winning for the first half, but then UCLA came back in the second half and blew them out of the water.
1: Yeah, so it's it's very much hit or miss when it comes to the Cal Golden Bears.
3: Oregon's Oregon's always a good basketball team. Um, so that's not uh, any surprise. Um I think it's funny though that Cole and I, you know, Cole decided to take the Pac twelve and not the Big Ten. And I decided to when we get into our next segment after the commercial, you know, I took the Big Ten. Um and there's a lot of a lot of talent in that conference. Um so we'll see. I don't know, it'll be interesting. Um to see how it all, you know, shakes out. Um, but I don't want to talk about UCLA and USC because I don't know as much about those two programs as much as Cole does. And you probably do, Kyle, too. Um, so, no, it, it, I, I appreciate Cole had some good thoughts. Um, we'll, see, uh, we'll see if uh, what, what comes through and what doesn't happen. That is why March Madness is very unpredictable.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's one of the most unpredictable sports uh, in all of sports. Um, we are going to take another break. When we come back, it's Chance's term. He's got, as he mentioned, the Big Ten and a mid-major that uh, went on a bender last week. We're going to talk about it when we come back. It's Triple Threat, brought to you by Stickling and Dryer Law Firm here
0: on KCOU. Combat arms, logistics, transportation, and military police. The skills you'll learn are needed in the Guard and are in high demand in the civilian job market. Plus, you may be eligible for a $20,000 bonus and student loan repayment. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. The Missouri Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Guard will pay up to 100% of your tuition for up to 39 credit hours per academic year at 90 colleges and tech schools across the state you're eligible as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Missouri Army National Guard. Visit nationalguard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard, aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station.
1: and welcome back triple threat brought to you by stickler and dry law firm here on kcou we've talked about the caa the big 12 we talked about the mac we've talked about the pac-12 it is now time for chance to talk about his conferences and chance we're going to start you off with your mid-major which is a conference tournament that is already in progress, almost done, to be quite honest with you. They've got one more row. Uh, they, got, they got championship, uh, I won't say weekend, because the games aren't being played on a weekend, uh, but championship two days um, starting next Monday. Um, and this is a conference that uh, if you were on Twitter or if you were paying it, paying any attention to college basketball whatsoever last week, you would have known that it was upset central, it was close game central, they got it they got into the spirit of March before before anyone else. And it was it was only March for it was only March first. Or not even March first, it was like March 2nd. And they already, you know, got it got fully into the spirit of March. And it was beautiful. Yeah. And that well, is absolutely. the Horizon League. Chance, absolutely. talk to me about the Horizon League.
3: Yeah, so it's a league that I honestly, when we when you sent out the text message to our group, hey, this is what we're gonna do. I a, had a hard time picking a non-power five conference, but I was like, okay, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna adventure out, and we're gonna choose something that I am not familiar with at all. The Horizon League. Let's talk about it. Uh, we saw a, uh, and I didn't see it. I don't know if you guys saw highlights of it, but a thriller. Uh, let's see. That would have been last Tuesday. Three overtimes. The number one seed in the tournament, Cleveland State defeated number 10, Purdue-Fort Wayne, 108-104, to and not one, not two, but a third overtime. Uh, I didn't get to see the game. I'm going to definitely go back and uh, try to see some highlights of that game. Uh, But so that game was interesting. That put Cleveland State, the number one seed, like Kyle mentioned, in the semifinal number one match, uh, which we played on Monday, um, against the eighth-ranked seed, or the eighth seed, uh, Milwaukee. Of course, all games are going to be played in Indiana, in Indianapolis. Um, but Cleveland State, let's, let's let's dig into Cleveland State a little bit because I think it's an interesting basketball team. Seventeen and seven uh, this year. It's not a not a not a powerful conference. It's you know one of those you know like we said mid major conferences like the American, the Colonial. Like you know there's there's a mul- there's a multitude of conferences. Anyways, looking at their schedule, they've got. They've got it, they've got some good wins. Um, it's a conference though where if you know you start naming off teams, oh I've never heard of them, oh I've never heard of them. Well, you know, you never heard of them, but they're still wins. So of course the Purdue Fort Wayne win is enormous. And to have that in a conference tournament is just, you know, it's it's outstanding. And then, you know, it, it just it kind of hypes up March Madness a little bit more when you see when you see games like that. Anyway, so they've got, let's see, they beat Purdue Fort Wayne before the crazy game, 6755. That was back on February 20th. They've got wins against Detroit Mercy, a couple against Oakland, Green Bay. Um, they've got a win against Milwaukee earlier in the season on January 22nd, 64-53. Digging into their roster a little bit. I was looking at this. They've got – so their head guy or their head, I guess, guard, his first name is Tory, last name is Patton. He's a Dayton, Ohio native. So, of course, you know, he's he's in that area. Um, let's see. He's got 14.6. I am pretty sure that's probably the amount of points he probably averages um, in a game. He's a senior. Um, and then they've got, uh, let's see, his first name. Their second highest score is Kyle's going to
1: Demoy Hodge.
3: I was going to have to tell me about this one, too. Demoy Hodge. To go Demoy Hodge, yes. You forget, you forget, um, you forget chance. You um,
1: you forget chance that you're going again you're going up here against someone um who is. I don't want to toot my own horn too much, sure. but I am the twenty. I am the twenty twenty one Horizon League. Um, I don't want to say expert, but uh, yeah. I've watched a lot of Horizon League basketball yeah. this year.
3: Absolutely. So he's no, he's from. So Demoy Hodge is from the British Virgin Islands, which is really cool. Um, so that gives you kind of a taste for that, and then I was also looking up um, the last time Cleveland State made the NCAA tournament. It has been a long time. Uh, the last time they made the the second round, it, 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 they made it to the second round was in two thousand eight. The two thousand eight two thousand nine season, twenty six and eleven overall, twelve and six in conference play. So it's been a long time since the Vikings have made the NCAA tournament um so we'll see what happens um i because i am this this is how i am with basketball i'm going to go with the number one seed to win the whole thing so i'm going to pick cleveland state to win the entire basketball tournament now to the studio for kyle to give me his taste of Horizon League basketball, and then I'll let Cole chime in as well yeah. with his own thoughts.
1: Yeah, now it's time for me to to dress you down about what you don't know about the Horizon League. <laughs> Actually, you, you've given a, you've given a very good you've given a very good analysis of Cleveland State, um, and and you you are absolutely um, justified in picking them to go all the way. I did not. I picked Wright State because um, so you know I, I I wrote about this I wrote about this. Um, this conference for KCOU's yearly tradition of conference previews. I I chose I chose the Horizon League. I have a I have a close tie. Uh, my fiance currently goes to the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee, who play in the Horizon League. I picked Wright State uh, because Wright State has had a great year. Um, their record is on par with Cleveland State's, and I thought that they were the better team. Uh, they they blitzed Cleveland State. So Cleveland State earlier in the year, on on, uh, on January 15th, they beat Wright State 66-64. Good, good win for them. The next game, Wright State got their revenge and won 85-49. And I was like, man, if Wright State has it in them to beat the blazes off of this team, Wright State's going to go deep in the tournament. Plus, Wright State was a super streaky team. Um, they've been consistent all year. They've been really good. Right State's gonna be great. They're gonna win. They're gonna win the Horizon League. That's what I thought. Um, and then, shock of all shocks, the team. who, Man, I didn't want to sound. I didn't want to sound like I was playing favorites. I didn't want to sound biased because you know the, the woman who I'm gonna marry goes to the school. Here comes Milwaukee and pulls the upset and beats Right State in overtime. They came back. They were down at one point by 18. Um in the in the fourth quarter. Or not in the fourth in the second half. Um it it, it is tied, I looked at it, it is tied um on Ken Palm rankings for the largest comeback in the history of college basketball. It's tied. Um I was, you know, it came out of nowhere because I was watching like the first half of Milwaukee. I was like, ah, you know, they're probably not going to win. And they were getting blitzed. And I was like, ah, you know, yeah, we expected this. You know, it, it was a good year for Milwaukee, but it's not like they're going to go any farther. And then they did. Um, and so now as I see that, I am, I am safe to say it. I feel okay saying it. Originally, I wasn't okay. I was like, ah, I'm playing favorites. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm letting my, my heart go over my head. Um, I'm, I'm okay with saying it now. Milwaukee is going to win the Horizon League. I am ready to say it. I think Milwaukee pulls the upset on Cleveland State, and once they do that, they're going to beat Oakland or Northern, or Northern Kentucky, whichever which other team wins that. It's going to be Northern Kentucky. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Northern Kentucky who wins that one. But, but Milwaukee's going to go to the NCAA tournament. I just, the, the way that they played against Wright State, the way they came back, oh, my word. I, just, I feel like they cannot lose. I They cannot lose. They pulled the upset. They've got the momentum. Meanwhile, Cleveland State barely eked out a win. Barely eked out a win against Purdue Fort Wayne, a team who is at the very bottom of the conference. Barely even made it into the tournament, you know, in, in a respectable spot. I mean, like, I don't... I, I feel bad, you know, picking favorites because I already I already gassed up Delaware early in the show as my you know dark horse in the in the CAA. But after what Milwaukee did against Wright State, the team I thought was going to win this conference, I've got to go with the Panthers, man. I just gotta. Cole, what do you what do you think about this Horizon League championship?
2: I love the energy about the Milwaukee Panthers, and obviously, if you look at the standings right now, Milwaukee is sitting eighth right now on the Horizon with a Seven ten conference record and ten eleven overall. So, le- bottom half of the conference, but of course, you know, Cleveland State. So when I took a look at the Cleveland State schedule, this is what I saw. You know, that was very noteworthy to me. The first three games on their schedule are all row games. They played at Toledo, who was my upset pick. They were going to get upset in the MAC. The following game, they play at Ohio, who is my team to upset Toledo in the Mac conference and they go to Columbus, Ohio to play the Buckeyes and they lose by six. They nearly beat the number 22 ranked Ohio state Buckeyes in Columbus.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they had a little tour of Ohio. They got beat. They got beaten all three games, but they did. They did keep things closed. I mean, Cle, Cleveland state is don't, 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 don't sleep on Cleveland state. They're a very good team. Um, I just, Ah, oh, man, I, I'm i gassed up on this Milwaukee team after what I saw on on Tuesday night.
3: Kyle, you're taking, I just realized this too, looking at the schedule that I have pulled up, you're taking the, yeah, you're going to take the two top, the, the two higher seeds against the two lower seeds and the two semifinal matchups.
1: I'm taking I'm taking the low seeds, mostly cuz I think well, well, I guess the low, yeah, the mostly cuz I think I think Northern Kentucky is underrated. I think nor- and I, I picked Northern Kentucky as my dark horse uh, in, in my column that I wrote. Uh, I think the Norse are a very strong team in this Horizon League. We are not too far removed from NKU in the tournament. Um they yeah. th- they were in the tournament not too long ago. They are a good team. They are underrated. Um and and they're playing well. I mean, they are they are the only they were the only game uh well, they yeah, they were the only game that was played on Tuesday that didn't go to overtime. Um and yes, they were playing Detroit Mercy. They only won 70 to 69. Detroit Mercy is the higher ranked team. So, yeah, they didn't go to overtime, but they did get the upset. So, so Kyle, so
3: Kyle's taking the two lower seeds in the two semifinal matchups in the horizon. Now I want to, I want to pivot and talk about my power five conference, which I have just enjoyed watching some teams in this conference this year. Let's talk about the big 10. It's been a, uh, it's been a fun conference to watch. You know, we've got, there is, I mean, a a lot of talent in this conference from Ohio state to Purdue to Iowa, to Illinois and Michigan. And let's not leave out, 20, and then let's not leave out Wisconsin either. And I mean, I mean, I could go down a list with teams in this conference, but Michigan has been a fun basketball team to watch this year. They have got a ton of talent and I don't want to get his name wrong, but they've got a really good center or forward. I don't know what position he plays. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go blank on his. I'm going to look at, his, I'm going to look up his name real quick, um, but he has been, I mean, he has been fun to watch this year. Hunter Dickinson,
1: um, he, the center.
3: Hunter, Dick, yep. Hunter Dickinson has been a fun player to watch uh, this year. Eli Brooks is, is another uh, really tremendous athlete um, for this team, and you know, they're they're you know, they're right now they're a one seed in the NCAA tournament. I was looking at uh, the updated uh, bracket um, with Joe Lenardi. And he's got them as the one seed in the, let's see, what region is that? In the region three, uh, which has the in the number two seed in that region is Iowa. So how, you know, it, it's kind of interesting to kind of see what schools are in which, which regions right now. Um, but, you know, stepping outside of the the realm for a little bit just of Michigan basketball, Ohio state uh, has, you know, they, they're playing good basketball. Um, Illinois Surprisingly, I'm looking at this right now. The the bracket, they're a one seed. They're mm-hmm. a, they're a number one seed. And let's all remember who beat the Fighting Illini in the and rights game earlier this season. Mizzou did. So Mizzou's got has got a win to their name against a what could be a number one seed going into the NCAA tournament. Now Mizzou's in a whole. mazoo's not even in the conversation anymore because of you know they're just they're up and down. They're a teeter. They're a they're a teeter totter with with basketball um another some you know so we'll, we'll see what happens i didn't know Iowa was as good as they were i have not oh, watched- dude,
1: have you not been watching luca garza holy cow that iowa I team is not, great
3: i, I have not watched iowa basketball
1: this year i will admit i'll, that. I'll tell you uh- what i'll tell you what yeah michigan is the number one seed and so and yeah. illinois is in the number one seed spot with luca garza dude this iowa team i could honestly see winning this conference Honestly, I, I could see Iowa winning this conference uh, just based on how, how good Luca Garza plays. They got Joe, uh, Joe Weiskamp, Jordan Bahannon. Those top three scorers, man, they can, they can get it done. Um, but what, what really impresses me with Luca Garza is not actually his scoring ability, but his rebounding. 8.4 a game. I mean, the guy is so close to averaging a double-double um and you know he he might not have that double double but he does have 23.9 points a game so like okay he's like two rebounds away from a per game away from a double double that's all right he's got over 20 points a game who cares you know and and they've got depth here you got joe weisskamp with 6.8 rebounds a game uh, jack Nunge and keegan murray have just about five rebounds a game these guys are strong on the boards man like I've been waiting to talk about Iowa basketball for a little while. I haven't really found a good way to sneak them in on a show. Uh, but while we're on the subject, my God, man, Iowa is good. All right, Chance, so uh, so get. Yeah. Who, who is your pick? At, at the end oh, of the I'm, day, who's? I,
3: I, I'm going with the classic favorite. I'm going with Michigan. I All
1: guess, right, you're going yeah. with Michigan.
3: Hard to root against the Wolverines this year, this season.
1: Cole, Michigan is a a school close to your heart. Uh, With with only a few minutes left on the show, talk to me about your opinions on Big Ten basketball.
2: I mean, there's a lot to talk about with Michigan. Juwan Howard has done such a great job, you know, coaching Michigan. Of course, a former player in the Fab Five, you know, one of the most, arguably the most famous college basketball team in college history. Michigan has fought on, and they have fought on hard against ranked teams. They beat ranked Northwestern. They beat ranked Minnesota. They beat ranked Wisconsin. They beat ranked Wisconsin at Wisconsin. They were able to beat ranked Ohio State at Ohio State. They were able to beat Iowa. They were able to. The only bad loss you see on Michigan's schedule is the recent 76-53 to loss to Illinois, who was number four at the time. That was the only time where you said, yeah, Michigan got beat both sides of the ball. But other than that, this Michigan team practically doesn't lose
1: yeah no i mean they they look very good the only i'm really high on iowa um right now um and maybe it's just a little bit of a bias towards the luca Garza because i think he's just that great um but at the end of the day it is very hard to bet against michigan this year that is going to pretty much wrap things up any final thoughts chance cole anything else you want to say
3: no, the, uh, the last thing I'll say is it's always good to be here with you guys uh, from, you know, either, even from a distance, you know, safety first the KCOU. But, you know, the big dance will start soon, and it's going to be exciting to watch. And also the SCC tournament, which we didn't get to talk about today, um, but is also coming up pretty soon. Mizzou's got a basketball game tomorrow to close out the regular season against LSU at home, so it'll be a fun one to watch.
2: Mizzou will uh, proceed no, to lose back that.
1: To you guys oh, I think they'll win. So,
2: I'm. I'm not hopeful.
1: They. They got. They got the dubbing in games well. I think. Should they, can... they
2: have. To, should they have gotten the win though?
1: Yeah, they should have. They played well. They played well. Yeah, they faltered down the stretch, but they played. They played it well enough. It'll, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be. It'll be, be... fun. It'll be...
3: Oh.
1: You broke up for literally all of that chance. Would you repeat yourself, please?
3: I said, hopefully, it is a fun and good game to watch.
1: There you go. All right, I'll just about do it here on Triple Threat. Brought to you by Stickle and Dryer Law Firm here on KCOU. Tune in next week, same time, same place. We'll break down whatever the heck happens in the world of sports. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy some basketball.
3: KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time.